Good morning. We're here today to announce charges in the largest college admissions scam ever prosecuted by the Department of Justice. We've charged 50 people nationwide with, with participating in a conspiracy that involved first, cheating on college entrance exams, meaning the SAT and the ACT, and second, securing admission to elite colleges by bribing coaches at those schools to accept certain students under false pretenses. In return for bribes, these coaches agreed to pretend that certain applicants were recruited competitive athletes, when in fact the applicants were not. As the coaches knew, the students' athletic credentials had been fabricated. Overall, today we have charged three people who organized these scams, two SAT or ACT exam administrators, one exam proctor, one college administrator, nine coaches at elite schools, and 33 parents who paid enormous sums to guarantee their children's admission to certain schools through the use of bribes and fake academic and athletic credentials. What's going on, guys? That was Andrew Lelling, the district attorney, the U.S. district attorney out of Massachusetts uh, during his live uh, press conference last week announcing the charges against... Um, the people involved in this huge um, college admission scandal. I, I could go through the intro, but screw it. I'm kind of angry right now. Um, I know I'm laughing, but for real, this whole uh, Lori Laughlin, Katie, whatever her name is, has got me all messed up. Like, for real. So, I, I mean, I obviously you can tell by the title, um, Becky, all that, whatever. I'm going to talk about the college admission scandal this week and like it just obviously it popped up, but just kind of sitting and looking and listening to stuff the whole week. I've been getting angrier and angrier about how brazen this was. So anyway, for the guys that don't know, earlier this week, the FBI arrested 50 people around the country who are connected to this giant um, college admission scandal. To like big universities like Yale, USC, Wake Forest. Um, I, I can't remember the other ones, but those are some of the big ones. When the first time I heard about it, I started laughing because obviously people know that this was happening. But I was like started laughing because, yo, this is what they warned us about at the end of Blindside. Like the Blindside movie with Michael Orr and Sandra Bullock in that movie. And she kills it in that movie. When Michael Orr is getting ready to go to college, you know, he's being recruited. He has to go see the NCAA. And this is right before he, he uh, I guess, commits to Ole Miss or whatever. But he sits down with this lady and this lady grills him, questions him. Because the NCAA was fearful that white families were adopting all these underprivileged um, kids. Most of them were black, where they're great athletically so that they could funnel them toward their schools. And they were that this was becoming a trend. So that lady kept... Like grilling Mike Michael like the whole time, right? And that's what they're basically war uh, like, um, like warning you about at the end of Blindside. So when I kind of look into it and you read it and you find out that this dude Singer, he he already, he already pled guilty to his charges and he's already told people that he's he's helped over seven hundred and fifty families through a technically a fake charity 
like think about that though through a fake charity which claimed to help underprivileged youth like the more and more i kept reading about it the more the week when i saw the reaction to it and how dudes are literally making fun of them on sports radio like to the joe rogan podcast to anything and i started getting angry like steve Stephen a smith when he talks about kwame brown or the dallas cowboys angry like i was insulted like for real because that could have that could have affected me mind you i did not go to that big college like they did usc or yale or something like that the fact that an ivy school was locked up in this too like coaches just sacrificing their integrity for money like and i'm sitting there and i guess you know the lower money is strong but i was I, i'm not even say was i still am angry because that's bull right there and i'm trying like you know what i'm just gonna say i'm probably gonna cuss a lot in this episode because that's that's freaking bull right there to know that especially with i believe it laura laughlin's daughter wherever the one that has a following on instagram i, I didn't know who she was till this story and then she's out here telling on herself on youtube because she's also a big youtuber that she doesn't really care about school she can go to fiji then don't go to college you got money Hell, I don't know about the Kardashians. At least they didn't bullshit enough to go to college. They found a different way to make their money than you just going to college to go to co- like to go to college is just because your mom told you to. Like, I'm sorry if I'm loud right now, but that's BS. Like for real. Knowing that, and and you no, know I'm gonna cut it off for a second. Especially talking to people, I've heard things from white privilege. Like, what did you expect? But nah, people should be pissed about this, though, for real. We've always known that the rich get obviously they get more opportunities to go to college or get better admission entrances, whatever whatever the rates are to go to college because their parents are rich. Of course, the the colleges want these want these kids to go to their school so that they can get money for them from them, right? You know. And you see the, all these low-key ha- unhand trees like, oh, I'll go uh, put my name on a building so my kid can get in for free. But then you have a kid, I guess I can use myself, kid like me, or kid um, that, I t- that I serve at my job who's working his or her ass off. Knowing that she does not have the same qualities as this girl. No, I'm going to figure out her name real quick. Hold on, hold on. I'm pausing the podcast right now. Olivia Jade. I'm, I want to say her name as many times as possible. I know she don't care. She'll never listen to this, but that's unfair. Then don't go to college. Just be an Instagram model or be a YouTuber then. Don't go to college. Don't take somebody else who's been working their ass off trying to get to college because that's the, one of the few ways that they can make it out of their situation. While you're over there taking whatever it is. I, I, I've never seen her on Instagram. I don't care what she does. Congratulations to her for making all that money, but then don't take some kid who deserves a spot. Don't potentially take one of the kids that I serve spots and they're working hard. They're going, they're fighting through stuff you never had to work for because your mama's on Becky on full house. Make it all that, make it all that sitcom money so that she could do that. And maybe sure you didn't know, but that's BS. Like I'm literally shaking right now to just see that. And they have the full list of, we're talking fashion designers, some business executives, all these people are getting caught up. Felicity Huffman, who I did not know who she was. And then I Wikipedia her. She was on Desperate Housewives. I don't care. I don't know who these people. But that's unfair. First of all, it's unfair to the to your own to your own child or kid, or whatever. 
that you feel that they have to maintain some kind of standard to go there. And I, I was even listening. I'm gonna go because today I'm dry. I'm driving, take care of some errands and stuff. And they're on sports talk radio. They had this NFL player who, um, who, who's he's retired now. So he's doing sports talks radio in actually in LA, but somehow we get it here in Kansas City. And he was talking because he went to Penn State when Joe Paterno was there. And he was talking. They were talking about the scandal, and, and his co-host asked him, "So you're telling me, if if that was your parent or your grandparent who got caught up in this, you you tell me that they would tell you to cheat on them, like to, like to not cheat on, them, but to tell on them." And the guy said, "I hopefully my grandfather would be mad enough to tell me that that yes, I did this. I was wrong. Like I don't want you to get caught up in. I don't want you lying. And from what I've seen, from all the different articles." videos all i've ever seen a lot of these kids don't know i've even seen some kid try to defend his parents i'm like no you're either good enough to make it into college that you want or you're good enough to not to oh because what your friend went to yale so you had to go to yale oh because uh with laura laughlin oh because i don't know brad pitt's kid went to yale i my kid has to go to yale so it can keep up appearances knowing that your kid is not good enough so now you're making your kid feel like they're more important that you're basically lying to them so then they go, they go out into the real world and, and life hits them in the face. If your kid's not good enough to go to Yale, go to these universities, let's not pretend like they're not thousands of universities out there. Okay? When I, when I left high school, I, pl- I was playing ball. I was not good enough to go to USC. I wasn't good enough to go D1. I wasn't good enough to go D2. I was good enough to go D3. I had a couple offers. But that doesn't mean just because I played in, in California, shit. USC was an hour drive, an hour and a half drive away that I would just, what, go to USC to go to USC? No. I knew my limitations, and I went to a place I knew I'd be happy. I knew that wanted me. I knew I could still get basically a free education. And for you to take that from those people, from those kids who are working hard, staying up late, filling out all those applications, all that stuff, and then you making up fake profiles, staging pictures for your kids... Like, what is that? What is that BS right there? What's that bullshit? What's telling um, all these young parents who have their kids getting ready to go? All these parents right now who just had kids. Like a couple of my boys, a couple of my boys who just had kids. Hmm? What's that telling them? Then what's the point of them trying to make things better to get their kids to college? When obviously there's things happening like this, but for you to sit there, $25 million going into it from some from, you know what? Actually, you know what? You know what? I'm going to stop right now. I'm going to. Oh, I'm so angry. I'm so angry. I need to calm down. I need to calm down. So I was I was actually watching this video on YouTube from the morning show on MSNBC. And they actually had an author. I can't I don't know if I can pronounce his name right, but his name is Adnan Giridaharas. I can't even I'm not even gonna try. Adnan G like he he sums it up really perfectly in a way. And it's not obviously we knew that if you're rich you get more advantages. That's that's whatever. In a lot of ways, Lori Laughlin, Felicity Huffman, all these people got rich. Maybe somebody worked hard. In most cases, you want to believe that they worked hard to get their fortune. Even Kylie Jenner, with her being self-made or whatever, she still had to work to get to where she's at. Even though she definitely had a bump, she definitely started on a higher position than other people. She still had to work to do that, to get to where she's at. Kim Cage, too. Hell, Courtney too. Hell, Warren Buffett doesn't even give his kids money. Warren Buffett's got billions. They got to work for it. 
So so screw everybody else's kids. It's all about your kids. Right? And then you're going to go out there and pretend to be Aunt Becky. You're going to go out there and give up this good face knowing that you're screwing hundreds of kids. Thousands of kids. Potentially, if you never got caught, millions of kids in a scholarship or a rightful place to go to school because you're out here. Like, I couldn't believe it. Like, how brazen it was. Staging fake photos. Contacting people. You know, actually, you know what? You know what? Screw it. I'm going to let this dude, Adnan. Adnan, whatever. I'm going to let him talk about it. Because the way he explains it is actually way better, way more succinct, and you definitely get what he's trying to say. And me, I sat there, like, the whole time he was talking was, like, this light bulb was going on in my head. So, you know what? Here's Adnand, or Anand, whatever. Here he is. I think what's so extraordinary is I think that the idea that America is rigged in favor of wealthy and powerful people has now become commonplace in many ways. You had Republicans running on it and Democrats running on it in 2016. Uh, and that rigging is a, a generalized rigging. There's a lot of systems in American life that allow all of the wealthy and powerful to benefit disproportionately. Race offers one kind of uh, benefit. Uh, the way we fund public schools, the way you don't in Britain, uh, where the nicer the house you have, the better the public school you get, that's a form of rigging, um, and any number of other things that give all wealthy and powerful people a distinct advantage in the college chase uh, over everybody else. What was so striking is these rich people weren't satisfied with shared rigging, right? right? It's like they weren't satisfied with first class on a commercial jet, right? Having better seats, bigger seats, a nicer dinner. They wanted private bottle service rigging just for them with a guarantee over and above the rigging that everybody else benefits from. And in the indictment, the singer guy, you know, these characters are so important, the singer figures, because they, they, sh because they have figured out what rich people want, they offer this kind of amazing anthropological lens, and, and singer had figured out what they want. What they want is a guarantee, right? And he said, my people don't want to write a $2 million check and hope their kid gets a second look. Right? That's too chancy for them. My people want to be done with this thing, I think was his language. They want to guarantee. And it is such an amazing testimony. This is just, remember, one little world that we happen to get a glimpse into because some little piece of glass broke somewhere. That was Anand G. I can't say his last name, but you kind of see what he says. You know, the idea that these parents want to guarantee. And now that I've calmed down enough, now that I... I realize that I want to be as clear as possible, and I don't know. I just don't want this to sound like the ravings of a of a mad person, which I really am. I still am very pissed off about this, but I just want to be clear about this. So, if you just go back and listen to it again, but the idea that these wealthy parents who already have a a huge leg up on the rest of society still wanted a guarantee. In a lot of ways, I mean, you're, every part of life, you're always looking for a guarantee or a guarantee to do something. You know, how many people, you know, just fill out tons of brackets, especially now with, with March Madness, trying to make sure that their brackets good. And they're just going to blow up the one that um, that really did well. They're just going to show that one, not showing the other 10 brackets they filled out. Right. And just it, whether it's just for bragging rights or anything else. But Anand really touches on it the idea of shared rigging and i know he kind of does this thing where he shows like this is just a little bit of all the other stuff that wealthy people uh this world or whatever that wealthy people reside in right the fact that they wanted a guarantee the fact that they weren't happy with 
the fact that their kids already have this huge leg up on other people. I guess maybe they just can accept the fact that maybe there's going to be, let's just, use, let's just use Olivia Jade. Olivia Jade, whatever she did in school, and she's trying to go to USC, and then there's some Jamal in South Central who's working his butt off, who doesn't even play ball. Let's just say that. she doesn't. He doesn't play ball. He's just great academically, and they just don't like the chance that that, that Jamal will beat Olivia Jade out. Or not even a Jamal, let's just do a Serena. We'll beat Olivia Jade out for that spot in USC. So Olivia Jade has to go somewhere else. I mean, I, I see it's the social circles and things like that. And the more I thought about it, especially after, technically, I did that huge rant before a non-talk last night. Like, technically, the night before I'm doing this now. And I kind of just wanted to relax. I really wanted to relax. But I'm not going to cut that out. That's important. It is BS. It is unfair. But, you know, life isn't life is very unfair, especially to a lot of people. But this shared idea that, you know, the big thing where America is for you can earn what you want. You can, if you work hard enough, the idea is that you get what you work for and you don't. I mean, just look around the country. I mean, you could throw a rock right now out of your house where the hell you live in America. And you, and you could hit somebody who's been working hard their whole life trying to get something. But they just still keep getting screwed. You know, and for once, I guess the NCAA or these schools just look okay because they're oblivious. They're just working on what they're presented. They're going off what the fact that their coaches, their own athletic, the people they hire to, to get the best athletes for their university, you know, to help promote the university athletics so that they can sell this to more kids, it's, it's telling them. I mean, uh, just reading about it, uh, before I really just break this whole thing down for you guys, they had a, uh, I believe the soccer coach at Yale, she made a fake athletic profile. That Brian Singer, the main mastermind, told him, told her to do. So she made this fake athletic profile um, that um, when she told the university, oh, she's going to be a soccer recruit. You know? And then after she made the profile, she was given $400,000. And then the kid was, was um, the kid, the kid that was admitted to take that spot, just basically assumed that identity and never played a lick of sports. And even some ways, I know these a lot of these kids didn't know, but you got you had to think of something when all of a sudden your parents are like, "Oh, hey, let's go over here to the soccer, to this field," and you got to pretend to like like you're playing soccer, just to stage these these things because it's gonna help you get into college. That means you don't believe in your own your own kid to to get in into college on their own merits. And if you have any, I believe if you have any kind of um. Like belief in yourself or anything like that. If you even any kind of pride, that should insult you as a person. Okay. I went to I went to Mid American Nazarene University to play football, and obviously I can only use because that's what I went for because I was good enough to go play there. It wasn't because my mom knew somebody there and then she she used her squeaky wheels. She greased she greased some wheels to get me in there because I was good enough to go there. That's what you should be going to college for. You know, because you're good enough to go to that college that you want. That you get some sign of sense of fulfillment. That you that's where you can go instead of going there by false pretenses. So now, I mean, obviously I'm not on a college campus right now. But if you're walking on USC, and mainly it's a lot of white families. But it's really just, it's all, it's all over the spectrum. 
because there's a full list if you want to go just go google it there's a full list of all the people who've been arrested and there could be potentially even more arrests i mean and you're walking just think about it you're walking through a college campus right now you see some kid who's obviously like let's just like uh dude in 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 at usc flip-flops probably some tan shorts he has a he probably has a like a hawaiian shirt on but no shirt underneath and he's just showing his chest out and and you know and you just see it and you probably see that guy in the classroom like he doesn't care about school or whatever and, and you're sitting there like did that guy earn his way in here while you were busting your butt whatever the mother students busting their butt in junior college or at usc trying to make sure they can even even afford the classes let alone make sure they have good grades in them that's why I'm angry. Because that just spits in the face of the millions of kids who work hard to try to get to these into these colleges. And then when they're not accepted, you know, of course these kids are crushed, especially if it's a college that they're trying to go to. But I think a lot of these times you're just like, oh, I wasn't good enough to make it, you know, and that that's better to accept than, oh, maybe I didn't make it because Olivia Jade's mom paid six it's from like four hundred thousand to over two and a half million dollars to make sure olivia jade goes to that school and when she found out that her parents are being um arrested she was on like some usc trustees boat in the ocean like for real like i can't make that up go look at it and i'm only focusing on her because she's one of the big names in this she occupies a lot of spaces obviously she does her youtube i believe from what i've read online and stuff i will not watch any of her videos she may she could be a cool person whatever i i finally just know what she even looks like today like i don't even look at pictures of her she could be a cool person whatever and i know she she makes her youtube and her instagram stuff on her college life but i mean it's 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 a lie it's a lie it's a complete lie. Besides the fact that you told on yourself that you don't want to, you basically don't care about school. You don't want to go to school. But you know what? I'm just going to, I just need to calm down. Let me, let me break this down for you guys. And I'm going to start off with like the legal ways, technically legal in quotation marks that parents get their kids into elite universities. This is actually an article that I read on um, CNN business. And the article lays out some of the ways that wealthy parents get their kids into college or elite universities legally. Obviously, the best way is that your kids are just good enough to make it into college. They do all this. They take care of their grades. They, they kill it with great extracurricular programs. Maybe they're a great athlete, whatever. And they just can get into college on their own merits. But other things just that parents become donors. They just basically throw money at the university until the university is like, fine. And that's, I mean, it's not, it's not illegal, but it's shady, you know? Because obviously, if there's Olivia Jade and, and a Serena, and Serena's not at the same economic class that Olivia Jade is, obviously, there's only so much money Serena's parents can throw at USC before... You know, they can't do it anymore. But, you know, Lori Laughlin can just keep chucking money at USC till they're like, fine, she's good. You know, thank you so much for paying for our new building. You know. 
But then, you know, they could go to a college test prep company. You know, they could hire tutors, maybe personal sports coach, which a lot of kids do now, especially in football. Can't tell you how many uh, freshmen and and eighth graders have their own QB coaches to help them with their mechanics and things like that. You know, I mean, they never had to go to Rick Singer, the dude uh, who was the ringleader of the scandal. Like, you know, they could have went to this uh, CNN documents, this one um, like organization called HNC Education, which is a college application consultancy agency based in uh, Connecticut. It's a full year program, which includes a high school course selection, extracurricular development and test tracking for 15 grand. You know, the tech like you can get ex- the, the, the actual test uh, like college test prep classes are extra, but some families start working with that agency as early as as uh, ninth grade, you know. And that's that's just it's not even one of the more expensive options like they're in the, the article lays out. That that's actually one of the cheaper ones, like some agencies can like range from hundreds of thousands to upwards of a million dollars, even detail one where they they uh, they talked um, to a college consultant Ivy coach, which uh, revealed that one company charged a parent one point five million dollars to help her child with applications to 22 of the top colleges, as well as seven boarding schools for high schools, which I almost went to a boarding school for high school, which is actually close to where um, we used to live in California. But, you know, I just wasn't good enough to make it in there with the tests and stuff. I know one of the big things um, is like test prep and things like that. But also that process starts in kindergarten, depending on which kindergarten you send your kids to. So you start them off early on the track. I mean, even tutoring on, on the light side is we're talking 200 to 500 dollars an hour, you know, and that's just starting up. And that's obviously there are plenty of different ways. Also, you know, you can just go buy a building. And they'll name it after you. And then, like I said, your kid gets in for free that way. I mean, if you were just a regular parent working a nine to five job, you know, trying to provide the best for your family and, you know, make sure your kid goes to school and all this other stuff that everybody else deals with. How can you compete with that? All you can do is just make sure you, you, you give your kids the best way. Make sure they present themselves in the best light to colleges. But then just knowing that. You know your your son or daughter is good enough to get a USC or a Harvard or whatever, but they just won't because Olivia Jade is there taking her spot. I'm not trying to attack Olivia Jade personally about her getting into USC. Obviously, I'm speaking about her mom here. But, I mean, when you have something like that, when she's been raised privileged like that, by looking at her actions since, and her BS apology about, oh, um, I don't really care about whatever, you know? These are all just stuff I read that she read an apology thing. I don't need to, I don't need to hear it. I know I'm, maybe I'm being unfair about this, but, I mean, you can't just tell yourself like that and see that. And you see that in every walk of life, especially when, um, like... You find um, like people who are politicians and they say racist stuff and they say, oh, I didn't mean it like that. And blah, blah, blah. This words never should be in our vocabulary. And it just follows that process where they get caught. The media roasts them. 
then they give them some BS apology, then he just repeats with somebody else. Like somebody else is always step, stepping up to the plate. But I, I don't know. I'm just sitting here like maybe I am lucky that I went to a small school and I didn't have an Olivia Jade trying to get there. But obviously there's more people than Olivia Jade. A lot of these pe people who are listed, I never heard of, you know. I never heard of, but I'm glad Mid-American Nazarene is not that top flight college, not a big college like LSU, whatever. It's a great, it's a great place to go and study. It's a, it has a very top flight nursing program, you know, at least for me, a very good graphic design program. But I mean, it's not USC. It's, it's not Kansas. Hell, it's not even K-State. I'm not trying to come at K-State. <laughs> Especially after the story I told, but it's, it's just it's just not that. So now let me break down the scandal for you. Technically, the FBI started investigating in 2011. So we're talking, ooh, what, eight years? And they actually named the operation Varsity Blues, which is awesome. Varsity Blues is a very underrated um, football movie with a... Uh, I believe James Kahn, who who's an actor on Hawaii Five-0, James Vanderbeek as Moxon, Paul Walker's in that movie, um, Billy Bob. I give it a ten, a ten. I think um, Angelina Jolie's father's in it. Is it just me, or is that dude only play bad guys? I mean, he's good in it, and, and it, it's there's a lot of it's a very good movie. That my goodness, after this, go watch it. But there was kind of like a little poetic justice to it. And um, um, but you know, uh, I think for a while, maybe the FBI just tolerated it, you know, because it maybe it wasn't that big. And obviously, there's bigger things to fry. But I think this is probably how it was. It got so brazen that the NFL, uh, the NFL, the FBI was like, "Nah, we're not, we're not letting y'all, we're not letting y'all get away with this anymore," you know. So really, uh. They really started coming after, um, like coming after th these people and ramping up the investigation. Like April, April of last year, when uh, they actually uh, were investigating a uh, Marie Tobin. This is all on uh, Wikipedia, by the way, which was actually uh, they were investigating her for an un unrelated case about um, pump and dump securities fraud, which I don't know what that is at all. <laughs> And um, she, when they, when they, uh, when they, when they were uh, interrogating her and brought her in for questioning, she, she exchanged um, information for leniency. So, Maury Tobin is actually an alum, an alum of uh, Yale, and she told uh, the authorities that the Yale soccer coach asked for um, four hundred fifty thousand dollars to help, um, to help his daughter gain um, admission into Yale. So um, he actually wore a wire and talked to <laughs> the coach. And I believe his name is uh, Rudy Meredith, the Yale head soccer coach, women's soccer coach. So he wore a wire. So he wore a wire on April 12th. And then um, when the authorities came up to him, Meredith agreed to cooperate. And then he led them to Brian Singer, you know, and then he also pled guilty. So the leader of the scheme, let me break him. His name is uh, William Rick Singer. And he's the alleged mastermind of all this. So according to Fox News, William Rick Singer is the founder of the for-profit college prep business called Edge College Career Network. 
And before I even get into it, you know the best part about this admissions thing is that it's like everybody could come together on this. This is something you can easily attack because it affects kids. You know, it technically affects America's future. And this is one of the things where I could have gone to whatever site I wanted to um, to find a bio or whatever of this dude and do like who he is and what he's done. It's it, it, it's incredible. So that's why I just chose Fox News. I just kind of wanted to get from as many different places as possible. We've already done MSNBC. We've already done CNN. We've already done Fox News. And Singer, um, who's 58, I don't know why you care, but um, he's, he was behind the whole scandal, which um, collected about $25 million from dozens of individuals, of, of course, like Felicity Huffman, Lori Laughlin, over the course of a decade by bribing school teachers and administrators into pretending their children were athletic recruits to ensure their admission into top tier colleges mind you from what i've seen the probably the biggest sport was soccer you could i don't think you could you could get away with that in a big like football or basketball in both girls and boys you couldn't do that in those sports but i mean from the sports i saw like sailing tennis not saying anything bad about those sports but those aren't like the big three for girls and boys i mean in, in my opinion the big three for girls and boys are you have basketball for boys football and baseball and then for girls it's uh basketball soccer and softball or you, you could even be basketball volleyball and softball it could be one of those you could switch out soccer and volleyball i don't because maybe those are the ones that i always see on espn and that, I mean, you couldn't really do that in a really big sport like basketball and football. Maybe soft. I don't know. I don't know how it is. But to just see that kind of stuff. And actually, he pled guilty last Tuesday to charges in calling like racketeering, conspiracy, and obstruction of justice. And he said he would pay $3.4 million to the, to the feds. Like he described himself as a dedicated father and coach who understands the pressure Put on families surrounding college acceptances, which it, it really is. It's very tough, especially going through that process. And I was just trying to decide what college I was going to go play football at. I can only, and obviously, it's not just the football thing. It's deciding does this college fit for me? Um, me, I wanted to go to a college that's actually kind of far away, so just so I could kind of find myself, you know. But it, there's so many different factors from um, what's around the college. The, the fun things to do, if you care about, is the major that I want to do is it very well known at that university like for example like I said before Mid-America is really known for its nursing program so if I want to be a nurse and obviously you can't go to like a big college or anything like that and if you're just and you're looking at places Mid-America would be a place you want to go to so those are just a few of the things like um so for some people how are the athletic teams like are they good so you can support so you can have school pride and all that stuff you know because you can see that now even in high school where i talk to alumni almost daily about um what's going on in the in the schools that i serve so all those different factors and um actually he even though the singers organization or technically had a name he was actually just kind of called the key and it was and he the key called itself the largest private life coaching and college counseling company in the nation and you know he had this kind of quote on there as founder of the key i have spent the past 25 years helping students discover their life passion and guiding them along with their families through complex college through the complex college admissions maze using the key method 
shaking my head, bro. Our coaches help unlock the full potential of your son or daughter and set them on a course to excel in life. Um, and um, that's what he stated online on, on the school's website. And he also provided biographies of his coaches, you know. And Andrew Lelling, the lead prosecutor in the case, uh, you know, he's the U.S. District Attorney out of uh, Massachusetts. He said um, Singer's clients paid him, we're talking 200000 to $6.5 million for his services. No? And like parents or prospective students, you know, conspired um, with an college sentence consultant to beat the system to ensure that the students were admitted or had a better chance to, uh, you know, to be admitted to the universities, which, you know, like I said, included Yale, Stanford, Texas, USC, Wake Forest, and others. And if you were any of those schools, how quick are you, you know, trying to clean this up? I already know USC said there are any, any kids linked who are trying to get into their college linked to this scandal, they're, they're, they're outright banned. And what's stopping any other school from doing that? You basically, as a, especially if you're a kid who didn't know anything about this, you're pissed off at your parents. Because that screws you. And you carry that stigma. Even if, even, so basically you have to reprove that everything that you did was actually genuine. And then whenever you get to a school, right, and everybody looks at you, especially if you look at that list of people, like you have to prove all the time that, hey, I did it on my own. Not that my parents paid somebody. You know, I would be, if my mom did that, I'd be so angry. I'm like, then what was the point of all that stuff telling me to work hard if you're just going to go behind my back and do that? Like, they even had um, Singer even facilitated cheating on, like, SAT and ACT exams, you know? But, like, you, you heard uh, Leling said he, he arrested a couple of um, those test administrators. Like, he instructed, Singer instructed his clients to seek extended time on their college entrance exams, which included... Um, having the children purport to have some kind of learning disability to obtain and in order to obtain like required medical um, documentation. Like if there's one thing you say about singers that he was very, he was very accommodating to his clients. Like he would have his, uh, he would tell parents and parents would send their kids to doctors and say, Oh, they have this kind of learning disability. So they need unlimited time to do their college entrance exams or limited time to do the SAT and ACT. And for those people who've taken those tests, you know, that everything's on a, you have a time limit on, on how long you can take sections of the tests. But if you have all this time to do it and you still, you can still, if you use singer all the way, you can still hire somebody, to go take those tests for you. Just hey, uh, all right, yo, um, Luther, you're gonna you're gonna um, you're gonna go hire Brian, and then Brian's gonna go see Meredith. I'm just these are all just random names. I don't know the names of the actual people arrested, um, the the administrators and stuff. You're gonna go see Meredith because that's our person with the SAT, and Brian's gonna make sure that um, he's gonna kill the test for your son, or your child, or your daughter, and make sure that we're Gucci so they can go to USC. And, I, you know, and it's going to cost you $700,000. And, you know, every parent that says bet to that and just gives up that money, you should be disappointed. I'm not trying to tell you how to raise your kids, but that seems like a really wrong way to raise your kid. Especially if... Especially if you're trying to tell them that 
Oh, yeah, you can definitely make it to USC on your own. I'm just keep using USC because that's the big one. That's what stands out to me. That's what that's the college that was close to me. I mean, how would you feel? I mean, if you really ask yourself, if you're listening to this, just think about it. how would you feel whether you went to college or not? Would you be happy with that, knowing that your mom worked behind your back? And you know what? If that's what you believe, that's what you believe. That's what you're happy about. Be happy about that. But at the same time, you're getting under on false pretenses. And, and then what does that tell you about your future? What does that tell your kid in the future? Okay? And I wonder if this has far-reaching um, things to people who have already graduated from school. Will people lose their um, like diplomas and stuff because they entered under false pretenses? Which I don't think that's that's right to do because they they they, they, they technically all singers thing all singers uh services did was to get them to college and what they do in there is their own business but still what if that affects them now what if you're like john and you're working at i don't know johnson and johnson as a executive there or as a in the marketing team but then your your parents were implicated so now you're you're in there like so now johnson johnson looking at you sideways because um your education kind of part of your resumes, but kind of a lie or technically a lie or whatever. You didn't, you didn't, you didn't get to whatever college you went to under the right pretenses. Like they even go in there and say that the scheme worked over 800 times. Singer also worked as as part of the uh, KWF, the Key Worldwide Foundation, a nonprofit, which he claimed was a charity. Bribery payments were disguised as donations to the KWF in sums of uh, $75,000 per ACT or SAT exam. And the Justice Department did make sure that many of the students did not realize that their parents had staged anything. According to Andrew Lelling, or um, my bad, jo- Joseph Bonavolo, Dang it. What's up with these guys and these weird names? Joseph B. He's the FBI agent out of Boston in the field office there. He said, this is a case where parents flaunted their wealth, sparing no expense to cheat the system so that they could set their children up for success with the best money they could buy. That's great. But also you're doing your kids a disservice. What if they're not ready for college? What if college isn't just for them? You're telling me you couldn't have found something else for them to do while they make money? Is it really that imperative for you to keep up appearances with your with your colleagues or with the people around you that your kids go to college? Also, this is probably going to be a long podcast. But is it, is it was it really that important for you? What about what your kids want? You know, especially there's been like a really big rash in the country right now of like kids doing some weird stuff. Like um, you guys are probably going to see it here pretty soon. Um, like. Especially in California, there's these kids who had a kind of a Nazi party, if you want to call it that, where they there looks like they arranged like a beer pong table and they had all these cups in a Nazi thing. And there's this picture of all these kids doing the Nazi salute. And I'm sitting there like, yo, you don't even know, like, you're sort of trying to figure yourself out. You're dealing with puberty. You're trying to figure out if that girl's hot or not. You're trying to figure out what college you're going to. And and I, and I said there's something I asked them, like, are they just being funny? Or do they actually believe that? And at that point, I said there, especially in my mind, that's what your parents are telling you. Like, I bring up this thing. Um, I'm going to bring up another example. Like, I saw this probably a couple weeks ago. This kid who was young white kid, um, he was uh, having a lemonade stand to help Trump build his wall. And I said there, I'm like, yo, kid, you're like 10 years old. Bro, you should be playing like Fortnite or something, you know, and and in some ways, that's why, especially with me, with my future kid or whatever, this is something I'm just going to let him figure out on his own. 
like you shouldn't be i guess i know you want to teach your kid right from wrong but also you gotta let your kid discover stuff you know let them figure out their own possibilities instead of you know forcing your beliefs on them I mean, sure, this happens all the time in sports. Like, a lot of people like, I became a fan of the Chiefs because my dad was a fan of the Chiefs. That's why I hate the Raiders and whatever. But then, even, I know sports is it's kind of like, it's. I know it's not that big of a deal. It's, it's how, how funny, whatever. But what if, you know, just let your kid decide the team that he wants to cheer for? And in some ways, you hear that a lot. But then, uh, you always, there's like legacy fans, too, where my dad was a fan of the Chiefs, so I'm going to be a fan of the Chiefs. And then my children are going to be a fan of the Chiefs. So my grandchildren is going to go on, on and on and on like that. So especially with those instances and things like that, where a lot of these kids didn't know that their parents were doing that. And then they're going to be paying for it. Sure, the parents would pay a little bit. But in the long run, this will have hurt your kids, whether it is um, whether it is with them trying to get to college or whether it is with them in college and they're just getting roasted by friends and things like that, especially with all the things that kids have to deal with today. I know it's not the same as. Or maybe it's it's not the same things as kids before had to deal with, with, but those kids in the previous generation had to deal with other things. But I mean, kids, you know, kids, it can be ruthless. Even in college, you've ever seen just two roasters go at it. It's like, it's like somebody's throwing grenades out and you, and you don't want to cat. You don't want to get caught in the crossfire, but you're dealing with that. And then that, how could that affect their career after college? That's, that's why I sat there and thought about it a lot. How's that going to affect somebody after college? 50 people so far been arrested, including 30 parents and nine coaches, just like Andrew Lelling said. That kind of brazen just belief that, you know what, you send your kid to me, I'll make sure they get in college no matter what and screw everybody else. What, because for Singer, because they're not willing to pay the money, they can't afford it? Screw all those kids who are working hard. Screw kids like me who are good enough athletically, but maybe because I don't play one of the big three sports. I'm a sailor or I play tennis or I play boys volleyball. I'm going to have some kid who lives in who lives in Beverly Hills who's been rich all his life. Maybe hasn't who who hasn't maybe hasn't worked as hard as I am. Just have his parents pay for him to get in and screw me. Whether they're black, white, or whatever. Just screw me. Even though I worked hard. I did what I had to do. But screw me, right? Because I, I don't. I don't matter because I, my, my, mom, my family's not rich. My mom's not rich. Fuck that. That's wrong. It's, 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 every, it's not just white privilege. Even though I've heard that because there are a lot of white families involved. It's that wealthy privilege, you know? It's what you get when you have tons of money. And sure that's part of the american conscience that's part of the american way of life but god that's so wrong that that should leave a bad taste in everybody's listening mouth no matter what side of the aisle you're on whether you're john who lives in montana and you got your kid like your kid worked hard she's gonna go be uh she's gonna go to harvard to study to be a doctor but she's getting screwed because some fashion designer paid harvard six hundred thousand dollars or the coach to fake um, to fake her being a sailor, and that she takes your spot, even though Harvard's dealing with own, with its own stuff, with technically discriminating against Asian Americans because they think there are too many Asian Americans at their school. But so they're dealing with that. You should really look into that. 
if you're kind of curious, if you've never heard about this before, that that's actually ongoing lawsuit with Harvard. It's it's something that I couldn't believe. I thought it was funny. I was angry. I'm still angry. I'm irritated. I'm annoyed. I'm dismayed. I'm all these different emotions rolled into one. But then you think about it now. So just because they caught Brian Singer in his thing, how many other ones of those are just low-key behind? And how many of those are is the government tolerating because they're not brazen? They're not brash about it. Or maybe they just they just haven't found yet. This is going to keep going on. And obviously colleges, not, as, they, as long as they get their money, most of the time they don't care. But what does that tell somebody like uh, somebody who just had a kid or is their kid going to college? What does that tell you? That hardworking family who's been doing all they can, they've been saving all they can. Their kid's a great athlete or their kid's just a great student. And, and they're they're signing up to be at one of these universities. And now you're sitting there. I, I think even in the back of your mind, is my kid going to be one of these kids who's getting screwed? Oh, my God. That's 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 horrifying to me. And, and a lot of times, you will never know. Because, oh, did you say you just didn't meet our requirements? Or we had so many people apply this year. But then in the back of my mind, I was like, yo, was my kid screwed? Does that mean maybe colleges should be more, like, open about their admission policies? About, oh, maybe say why a kid, why one certain kid was accepted instead of another one? Maybe that should be it. I don't know. This is something that has me really thinking about the whole college admissions process. I mean, seeing how especially athlete, co- collegiate athletes in whatever sport they're doing, they could be they could, maybe hundreds of them are getting screwed. And they're not even participating in the sport. Oh, I got Olivia Jade as a sailor. You know, she's going to be on the sailing team. But then when she gets on campus, she's never going to be on sailing at all. And of course, these kids, like one story where a kid found out, I was like, oh, you're part of the, uh, you're part of the um, tennis team. He's like, what? No, I'm not. It's, oh, it says here right here on your thing. And that's how the kid found out. And then, you know, you go ask your parents. Maybe the parents lied to the kid. But then all of a sudden the story comes out. And then that kid's like, oh, my God. That's why the, the counselor thought I was part of the sailing team. Also, I, 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 I wonder how those kids feel. Maybe some kids are like, I don't care. I would have got I was good enough to get in here anyway, which happens. Maybe some other ones. What, what if those other ones are truly ashamed? You know? That makes you, it, it makes you just question yourself, which you really you shouldn't be doing, especially at that young age. It's about learning who you are. It's about growing. It's about setting up for your future, not worrying about if is your future, is the basis of your future a lie. I don't even know what to say anymore, man. That's just it. What's next? It's only March. March is about to end. And all this crap's happened. My goodness. The end of the year 2019 thing is going even better than last year. I can't believe it. You know, I just can't believe it. Or like it was just this brazen. This amount of money went into it. That colleges would compromise themselves like that. That coaches who when you recruit a kid and you tell the kid, oh, this kid will help us out. That parent, I know this really happens in football a lot. That parent is released, is given 
basically his or her child to you as a coach and saying, we believe that you can help my child athletically grow as a person, obviously help keep you, help you keep your job and help the school athletically, right? That's what you do when you walk into every athlete's house that you're trying to recruit, right? That's what you're telling them. So as a coach, how do those students, how do those kids come, come and look at you in the face again? And then they're like, so is that why? Like, you don't care. Like, maybe maybe those kids look at like, you don't care about us winning. You just care about your own pockets. What about us? How can you preach integrity? How can you preach respect? How can you preach all these things? But this is what you're doing behind the back, behind your back. And there's some legendary coaches in there. You know, obviously that we don't know about them because their sports not in the public eye, but they're legendary at their schools. Screw your legacy, right? And then that also puts the college in maybe financial, like in financial jeopardy, because maybe what if some kids sue because they believe they were screwed out of out, sue the organization or sue the coach or sue or sue the athletic or sue the school themselves because they believe they were screwed out of going to Yale or Harvard or whatever. These are this is the kind of thing where there's so many like aftershocks to this huge earthquake and i'm so interested in seeing what happened like i'm i'm actually gonna just look down the list right now and see all the different people that are implicated in this and we already know the main ones we got Lori laughlin aunt becky you know according to beyonce or not according to beyonce aunt becky with a good hair Felicity Huffman, who I did not know about, but, you know, Academy Award nominee for apparently her work on Desperate Housewives. So I'm on the New York Times right now, and they got the whole list. I mean, we know Brian Singer is the main one or Rick Singer or whatever. I don't even want to call him Brian now. You got Steve Massara, who's an accountant and financial officer for for both the for both the key, uh, the KWF and the Edge Career and College Network. You got um, Michaela Sanford, who's an employee at both. And also, she's also accused of taking high school, uh, taking classes for the students. You have parents like, obviously, Lori Laughlin. Um, you got Massimo Giannulli, who's a, um, who's a fashion designer. Felicity Huffman. My goodness. Like, Toby McFarlane. Um... David Sadu, who's like a president of Advantage Lithium Corp. And, you know, all these big things that maybe from things maybe you never hear in the public eye, but all these rich people. Elizabeth Kimmel. I don't know if she's related to Jimmy Kimmel. Maybe not. Let's let's, let's play it safe. She's probably not related to Jimmy Kimmel, but she owns a media company. Devin Sloan, Robert Zangrillo. I could keep going. Just go to just go to the New York Times. They have a full list of it. And most of these people you won't know, but then you got the coaches. You got um, William Ferguson, who's a women's volleyball coach at Wake Forest. Donna Heinel, who's a senior associate, uh, senior associate elect director at USC. Laura Jank, former assistant coach of women's soccer USC. Ali, I can't say her last name. She's a head coach. She's the former head coach at USC. Rudolph Meredith, who I told about, she's a former head coach of women's soccer. Jorge Salcedo, the former men's head coach at USC. John Vandemore, who's a former sailing coach at USC. Jovan Vashik, who's the water polo coach, who was a former water polo coach at USC. Michael Sen, who's the who's head coach of 
the men's tennis team at, at Texas. Like all these things. Obviously, USC is a big name in it. But you also have Igor Dovrisky, who's a test administrator for um, the college board in the ACT. He, he's accused of, of taking bribes. Nikki Williams, who's an assistant teacher at a public high school in Houston, and also a test administrator for the ACT. Mark Rydell, a test proctor, who was accused of um, tampering with students' test scores to improve their scores and secretly taking exams in place of students. Martin Fox, president of a, of a private tennis academy and camp, accused of acting as a middleman for bribe payments. Like, it's it's just like, oh, and in, in kind of way, I'm just frustrated. Um, I feel dirty. You already know all the emotions I feel, but my goodness, man. It's just, what, like, what the fuck? This is the thing you say, what the fuck? And the worst part is, this is just going to get swept under the rug because this has been a crazy 2019 already. That Jesse Smollett, which I will never understand why you even lie about that. You got the stuff going on the wall. Paul Manafort going away for years now. You got Michael Cohen testifying before Congress. I mean, Trump, I think Trump's new budget. Also, the, I want to, you know, this, maybe there's one thing I really hate especially after a big crisis like first of all my heart goes out to everybody in new zealand um especially because of that mass shooting at Christchurch, and I, I i mean i hate when people say thoughts and prayers but else, what else are you supposed to say what else are you supposed to do to that to see somebody who just loses their mind and then attacks a mosque where people are praying no matter what you believe you're going to go into their place of worship, a sacred place, and just kill all those people. Then I heard he also attacked the hospital where the people were being sent to. Over over 40 people were killed. I'll never understand those attacks. Like, what are you trying to prove besides just creating more division? Which, apparently, that was one of the, the guy's uh, main objectives, was to create division, especially in America. And then I saw, uh, actually, um, my boy Captain America shared... Uh, a post that actually a new a new zealand um politician said where well, she blamed muslims for the attack like they're the main culprit of this and i said i'm like are you serious like how tone deaf can you be how can you blame I, look i don't i didn't even understand what she was trying to say how can you be an elected official and think that way when you when it, you're doing the easiest thing which is it's obviously you're looking to blame somebody but you know, obviously you blame Muslims. And I don't know what the Muslim population is in New Zealand. And it just seems like to attack Muslims who were attacked. Like in their place of worship. It wasn't like they were going crazy on the street. And even then, that's no reason. So, either way, man, my heart's go out to them. You send your thoughts and prayers. I, I don't know what's going on. <sighs> And I don't even know any way to, you know, to kind of stop this or to help stop this. Because this is a, this, every time this happens, it, it ignites a huge gun debate. Actually, New Zealand's having their own right now. And But what's the clear answer? What's the clear answer? I mean, in Parkland, you had a dude with a gun uh, as school safety officer. He just stood outside while that dude was killing students inside. That's what he did. Right? And it was his job to go in there and protect those students. There's no clear answer. I, I, I don't know. Just every time I hear it breaks my heart. Because it's just it's unnecessary. It's a huge, un, like senseless loss of life. All those people were trying to do was worship and practice their religion. Not die. 
then they go home and, and 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 just be among just be good citizens you hope and just do just keep living their life that's what they want to do but that that happened that was snuffed out even my hearts go out to ethiopia and, and all these huge plane crashes have been happening you know with that oh it just seems like such a this past couple of weeks have just been just tough you know the r kelly interview too i mean what what the hell was that and even the fact that um i believe in it gail king i want to say make sure i say her name right i'm probably wrong and she was able even able to talk to those two girls who people thought disappeared you know the memes for r kelly are awesome you know but or a thing like that but then i've also seen that r kelly whole thing turn into a racial issue because r kelly's being lambasted and all that stuff but then people are like, yo, then there better be documentaries coming out about Kevin Spacey and all these other people. Harvey Weinstein has been accused of being part of the Me Too movement and all this stuff, too. And I'm like, yo, why do we have to make a race thing about this? All the people you've named, they're all wrong. They've all violated the law in some way. They're all taking advantage of people. They're all forcing themselves on people. Why does it matter that it's about race, especially about this? And you have, you know, Michael Jackson would leave in Neverland. I don't even know if I'm ready to watch that. And, you know, there's some shady stuff about it. The fact that this is coming out when he's dead and Michael can't technically defend himself. The fact that one of the people who made the documentary is under huge financial, he's in a huge financial hole. And now this documentary is a, a critical success or it's a success. And that's what the Michael Jackson estate is stating. What a time to be alive, man. What a time to be alive. Either way, guys, um, no, I'm just going to wrap up. I'm done. I'm tired. I got to probably edit all this and make sure it, it's it's a succinct thing or not. I don't know. I've, I haven't decided yet. But um, just want to let you go before I let you know. <laughs> I just want to let you guys know I'm uh, working on a partnership right now to try and bring, you know, some heart, uh, some stories to you guys. They're not going to be a part of story time. They're going to be their own kind of stories. Um, I can't really, uh, I don't want to say anything else without, you know, kind of spoiling it, but also I don't know if, if we're set in stone yet about what we can do. So I guess it's kind of a, you know, the podcast for first partnership. Um, I also, you know, just follow, follow the, the podcast on Facebook or, or like the Facebook page at YCMWT or just search. You can miss me with that in the in the search bar on Facebook, follow the podcast on Twitter at YCMWT. You can call the podcast at um, 805-539-2698 or 805-53-YCMWT. You can also email the podcast now at myycmwt at gmail.com. Basically, you can, just, you can get a hold of the podcast anywhere. Also, you know, tell your friends if you want. I don't know you know share share the love i also picked up a new country in spain i haven't looked at those like analytics in a long time so it was just seeing like i got a low-key like small following in spain now like when you look over the whole thing it's weird like it kind of just bounces from whatever forever so i looked at the whole thing it's like weird like i'm really i'm saying i'm really big in europe i'm not killing it with numbers but just a whole bunch of places in europe have lifted have listened to my podcast so either way, guys, just just contact the the podcast in any of those ways. You know, don't forget to leave voicemails, whatever whatever you want. You can text the podcast. Um, it's been it's been fun talking to you guys. I'm I'm sorry. 
I mean, I'm sorry for the beginning. I was just so angry. That's why I needed just kind of I needed to take a break so I can present everything clear to you guys. And, you know, that's that's only right. And I feel like being angry. I'm not Stephen A. Smith. I don't lose my mind like that. <sighs> of course, ESPN, of course, of course, of course. But I, I just trying to I'm just trying to present clear and concise information for you guys. So either way, just take care of yourselves, guys. Um, stay safe out there. Ugh, just this this whole this whole kind of week, whatever, and, and this news, this admission scandal, this all this stuff that's happening really just got me beat down. But guys, you know, stay safe out there. Tell your family you love them, whatever. You know, I love you guys too. Thank you guys so much for listening. Stay safe out there, guys. Bye.